Comic Book Tales is an immersive comic book experience for the new or lapsed comic book fan. I take a closer look at the comics that shaped my childhood and influenced my adulthood. Comic books are an amazing entry into another world and even provide the pictures to complete the fantasy. Join me for a new Comic Book Tales adventure. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Tales. Um, going to diverge a little bit today because I've been getting some questions. If you were watching NFL football games over the weekend, um, Warner Brothers was promoting the Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice movie pretty heavily on the uh, Saturday afternoon uh, slate of games at least. Um, and a lot of questions have come up. I've gotten a lot of people who saw that and I, I don't know where they've been living. They haven't seen it before, but... Those those ads were running throughout the game, and they got to see a little bit more about the antagonism between Batman and Superman. And one friend actually asked me, he said, you know, is are they an- enemies or Batman and Superman enemies? Do they not? What What's going on here? Batman v. Superman. And I thought to myself, well, most people know this, or at least I thought they did, so... I thought, well, this would be a great podcast. Now, it's, I know it's DC, but I'm going to tie it into Marvel. So just bear with me as we go along. I know this is a podcast mostly about Marvel, but I did say we might touch on some DC stuff uh, as time goes on, simply because it, it exists and it, it does have impact on, on the Marvel side as well sometimes. So Batman versus Superman. And what we got to remember when we're looking at this movie is the same thing you got to remember when you're looking at the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They say Marvel, it says DC, they're not exactly like the comic. So what you see in the comics isn't necessarily what you're going to see in the movies and vice versa. So don't try to get a one-to-one translation. It just It's not going to happen that way for a vast number of reasons. And we might in another podcast go over some of those reasons. But just suffice it to say you're not going to see a lot of that um, – Exactly the same. Uh, So in the comic books, Batman and Superman inhabit the DC universe. And they inhabit Metropolis for Superman and Gotham for Batman. Gotham's a dark, brooding, dark city where Metropolis doesn't seem to be nearly as dark and and gritty. And it's just the two different worlds in which they were created. Uh, But they overlap in the Justice League, which is Dawn of Justice. That's where they're coming with this. Uh, so it's both are an analogous to New York City. And I got to touch on this. And this nerd sync gave me all this information I'm about to share. So be aware if you want to get the, the um, primary source on this, it's go to nerd sync on YouTube. But the, um, the DC Universe doesn't deal in real places. I know we're talking about comic books here, but they don't deal in real places. They deal in made up Fawcett city, Gotham, Metropolis. Um, all of them are analogous to earth cities, but they don't, they aren't actually earth cities. Uh, sometimes they'll mention Washington DC or you know, other things, but for the most part, you're seeing fictional places. Whereas in the Marvel universe, it's, thought to be real places. New York City figures prominently into uh, the Marvel Universe. Almost exclusively New York City uh, figures in there. So when you see that, you go, well, there's two differences here. The way that 
DC has explained this is that the DC universe, the DC Earth, is larger, geographically larger. So it incorporates all of Earth as we know it, and it incorporates all of the DC cities as we know it. So it makes to, to fit all that in geographically, it has to be larger. Um, and there's a little tie in there because it's larger. Its mass is theoretically heavier, which means on an even playing field, the DC uh, universe people would be stronger physically than the Marvel because of the stronger gravity of their earth. Whether or not that's true, it's, it's, a, it's all conjecture to begin with, but something to, to think about. But so the, these cities in the DC universe occupy space in between the, the cities of the Marvel universe or our universe. Um, so that's how that works. It's a little convoluted, but understand that they're all, they're all there. And while they may be analogous to New York City, they're not New York City in the DC universe. Okay. So does it stand to reason that at some point Superman and Batman would cross paths? Sure. Um, it stands to reason that Superman will cross Batman's path more likely than Batman will cross Superman's path simply because Batman's localized to Gotham where Superman is a worldwide phenomenon for the most part. Um, so in this movie, Batman versus Superman, it's really about if you've seen some of the previews, and if you haven't, that's fine. Uh, ben Affleck plays the an older Batman than the Christian Bale Batman that we saw most recently. And he is mourning the loss of a family member or somebody important to him. I'm not sure exactly if it's a child or if it's a spouse or what it is. In Superman's Rampage at the, la- the end of the last Superman movie, Man of Steel. And that's how they come into conflict because Batman believes that Superman is a vigilante who needs to be taken down. And Superman believes that Batman's a vigilante who needs to be taken down. Um, and they approach it from two totally different um, directions, uh, crime fighting. And I, I explained it to my friend. I said, okay, think about where they came from. Batman, I'm sorry, go back. Superman was sent as a baby from Krypton to the earth. Okay. And he never really knew his parents. He was a baby. He wasn't, he wasn't, uh, didn't have any real memories of Krypton because he was a baby. So he comes to earth and he gets adopted by the Kents and basically grows up in this, you know, middle, middle America, Smallville type of deal. And, you know, has values based upon that. Not, not rich, not dirt poor, but he's, farming family, heartland type of thing, Boy Scout, heartland. Batman, on the other hand, his father was ran Wayne Industries. He's rich, and he saw his parents murdered in front of him as a young boy, so eight or ten years old. We're not sure exactly. It's changed a couple times. So he sees his parents murdered in front of him, which gets him to say, I need to train myself at some point, train myself to fight crime such as what I saw here. Batman or Superman doesn't have that I'm avenging my parents type of thing. Batman does. And think about it, if you have actual memories of seeing your parents killed in front of you, you're going to have a different reaction to that than having your parents theoretically snuffed out when you don't even know who they were or what anything about them. So 
yes, Superman went searching for his parents, and there's a lot of mythology there, but he doesn't have any real memories of what he didn't have, whereas Batman does. Batman also grew up rich, brooding, rich, um, able to you know chase any whim he wanted because he had the money to do so, and he wanted to make himself powerful. They also are different in that Superman is an alien who has exceptional abilities. Batman is honed physically, but he's not – he's human. There's nothing special about him outside of his gadgetry and his training. They approach crime fighting from a different perspective. And it's it's inevitable that because they come from different perspectives, Superman being the Boy Scout, Batman being the dark, brooding, dark knight, that they may have conflict at some point. And that's what happens here. Batman blames Superman for the loss of his loved one. Superman says Batman is too close to the criminal element. Maybe he's a criminal himself. We're not really sure. It's really the early stages for they're both filling each other out. Um, but this is to bring up, and this is where the connection to Marvel comes in. This is to bring up the DC cinematic universe. We've talked about the Marvel cinematic universe, which was Iron Man, Batman, or I'm sorry, Iron Man, the Hulk, uh, Thor, uh, into the Avengers, and and all the whole things we talked about Phase One, Two, and Three. Well, DC didn't have that. Okay, as you saw, the the Christopher Nolan Batman movies stood on their own, separate and distinct from the rest of the DC universe. The Green Lantern movie, well, it was to- total crap, was at least trying to do something like that. Uh, Superman movies have never really embarked. You've never seen a crossover of any DC characters into another DC movie. Uh, you ju- it just It's never happened. This is the first. They're trying to jumpstart the DC cinematic universe, for lack of a better term. Whereas the Marvel Cinematic Universe was very well planned out for a long time. And here are the stages. And here we're going to force feed different pieces. that will eventually make sense. We get to the Avengers, Captain America. We're going to put this all together. And eventually it will all make sense as a bigger part of a whole. DC doesn't have the time for that. They saw the success of Marvel. They've seen what they've been able to do. And they've said, we want to duplicate that. But we don't want to take eight years nine years, 10 years to do that so we can get, you know, movies in production and scripted and somehow connect them. We're going to jumpstart it. So we're going to throw Batman and Superman together in this movie and develop conflict, which hopefully will lead to a good story. And they're going to throw Wonder Woman in at some point in the movie, maybe at the end, maybe somewhere earlier. We don't really know because we haven't seen the whole movie yet. The problem with this is you don't get a chance to do character development. Now, you can say some of the characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe haven't gotten good character development either, but then you could say that others have. I think Iron Man's gotten some character development. Thor, probably not, but he didn't have a lot of character to begin with. Uh, Captain America, yeah. Uh, The Hulk, now again, not much because there wasn't much there. It's not that deep. Uh, The Avengers and some of the side characters of that, to lesser extent, you're getting pieces, bits and pieces, you know, the Falcon, Black Widow. Hawkeye a little bit, but it's not a lot. Um, Villain development has been spotty on the the Marvel side as well. Other than Loki, we haven't seen any overarching outside of one one movie having seen uh, the villain. So that would take some work, I would think, to make it worthwhile. So in the DC Universe, they're trying to create this 
they're going to bring in another guy called Darkseid, which um, if you're familiar with the DC Universe, he's this ruler of a planet of death, basically. And he he is is out to destroy anything that's not his place. Uh, I don't know how they're going to shoehorn him in, but if you start thinking about this, you got Batman, you got Superman, you're going to have Wonder Woman, and you're trying to introduce a big baddie uh, at some point in the movie. It's a lot to have in a movie. It's a very large sum of parts that we will see how it works. And I don't hold a lot of hope. And part of that is because the movie is being released in March. Um, If you know anything about movie releases, March is not a huge cinematic blockbuster release time. It's a buried time. Uh, It's still winter. It's not spring. Um... I, I don't know what the thought process is. It, it could be a f- perfectly fine movie. But the release date and the fact that they've been hyping this for quite a few months, almost a year now, makes me believe that this is a stinker. And I hope that's not the case. I hope there's actually something there. But we shall have to see. Um, DC's trying to jumpstart their universe. As I said, trying to jumpstart the universe. They've got Suicide Squad, which I'm not going to go into right now. But that's another villainous part of the DC universe. They're trying to replicate what Marvel has done for decades. DC was at the top of the heap um, in sales, in, in revenue, in movies. Um, Marvel of late has passed them by. I think DC still does a better job with um, animated stuff for the most part. Certainly the video, new movie side of animation. I don't know so much about, individual series, but Batman has done some good stuff, but they don't, you know, on TV, you've seen Batman, you've seen Superman. You haven't seen until recently, anything from Marvel. Um, in the seventies, you had movies for DC with Superman and the eighties, you had movies for Batman and, um, and into the nineties and and two thousands with Superman and Batman. So there is some, there is some thought that, they're trying to play catch up because they rest on their laurels, laurels for too long. We shall see what that turns out to be. I, I'm hoping Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice is actually a good movie. I want good comic movies. I'm not a DC fan, but I can get behind a good comic movie, and hopefully it will be something worth watching and people want to see more of. I hope it doesn't tank like the Green Lantern, um, more in the vein of the Christopher, Christopher Nolan um, Batman movies. Man of Steel was okay. Uh, wasn't awesome, but it was okay. We'll see. We'll see what happens here. Um, but that that's where the connection is. Are Batman and Superman enemies? No. They're frenemies who become friendly. They never really agree eye to eye on how things are done. Especially if you watch the, the Justice League Unlimited, which came out in the early 2000s. You'll see that Batman's kind of aloof. He never really joins the Justice League, but he's helps them. He's a part, but he's not really a part, um, as opposed to the Super Friends in the early 70s, which were they were all, it was all the DC people. And that's where the question came to me with my friend. I'm like, did you never watch Super Friends? And if you hadn't watched Super Friends, you would not know there's a connection in the Justice League. You would not know that connection. Um, so I just assumed everybody at this point had seen Justice League of my age, and he hadn't. I hadn't really watched it as a child, so this was something totally new and different to him. 
that's fine. Uh, that's what we do here. We try to bring knowledge to those who don't have it and jumpstart their career into comics. So that's what I've done here. Hopefully you've enjoyed this. I'll touch on the DC stuff occasionally when it's interesting to me. Um, but again, this is a Marvel podcast with some tacit interaction with DC. Let's leave it at that. Okay. Thank you for joining me. Uh, check us out on HannahTreeProductions.com. Uh, Comic Book Tales, if you want to check us out on Twitter, at Comic Book Tales. And send us an email. Send us your thoughts. Send us uh, story ideas. If there's something you want to hear more about that you'd like me to do some research on and get back to you with, please let me know what that is. I would love to, to be able to provide more information to our listeners. All right. Thank you very much. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.